Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morahan. And as always, we have with us EPE. What is this, episode 146 we have for you this evening? A little NFL action, week seven review, week eight bets. We'll get into the head-to-head. And uh, we'll get some communion with E. But before we went live, having power and controlling and changing layouts, you know, hitting these buttons that just presents everything differently, presents itself with a very, very fun feature when you poke fun at Eric and then you instantly cut him off on his rebuttal. So. That literally just happened before I hit record, and that's he's still shaking his head no. So how are you doing this evening, Nick? This should just be this should just be called the Eric's Big Mad Show. <laughs> this all that's that's how that's all we have to deal with in pre-show is just Eric. You guys, you guys don't see what we sacrifice in pre-show. To be honest, we have to deal with a grumpy executive producer who refuses to run stuff, refuses to run ideas. He didn't even this week, guys. He didn't even run his idea for communion with E past us. Because he just said, you know what? You guys are going to figure it out in the show. You're going to figure yeah. it out in the show, and, and you're going to do it. And really, you know, it, it is we, we put together this product, and we push this product out to you guys as the masses in spite of Eric. In yeah. lieu of – how are you doing this, Eric? Rebuttal. Get him back. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not going to. I'm not going to attack him. It'll come naturally. It'll come naturally. I'll find a weakness, a chink in the armor, and I'll take him down. He'll fall sitting down again. No big deal. <laughs> I just gotta find a tree. Ever. I just gotta find a tree for him to hang on. It's not been a good year of 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 me staying uh, upright. It started off with you fucking on your ass. Saint Martinique. What was it? Martinique or Martin? Saint Martin. Saint Martin. Well, that I mean, I'm talking about the foot race. Oh, man. New Year's. that's what I, that's that's what I was referencing too. It's just not been a good year for staying upright. That was because that was Saint, day one, hour one. Because the same because <laughs> the Saint Martin thing, the Saint Martin thing was was last year. So we can't claim that that was December of last year. I was talking nah, about being in we, Phoenix. We're not talking about count. We're talking about cal- okay. like calendar right. years, yeah. right? With within the year, got it. Yeah. So just so if if we do include that, it just has not been a. This has not been a. It has been. I have fallen on my face and back uh, more times than I can count. That's remember so when funny. you tried to tackle me in North Carolina and I dodged that shit like the Matrix. <laughs> there we go. See, you, Eric put a juke on you, bro. He shifted. No, I just stepped it's to the, the left. It's yeah, that little. It's that. I mean, it was. Mad, it's that little man quickness. He's shifty, bro. Looking back, looking back, it was. It was great. It was great that he did dodge it because I mean I was coming prime AJ Hawk. Oh, Terry Tate. Oh yeah. I was, I mean, I, I was, I came around the car and I was, I was hunting the quarterback. You were, Spidey uh, senses you, kicked in, bro. You were, you were Pat Tillman. You were coming for war. Yeah. Like a shot out of a cannon, like Pat Tillman. All right. Going <laughs> to hit Eric with some friendly fire. <laughs> did we, did we cross Eric's threshold? Wow. I think we did. I think that white, White veteran slander will not stand in Eric's book. That's where he draws the line. There will be no white veteran slander on this podcast. Yes, sir. Eric. Don't sorry. You, don't you dare get my boy Chris Kyle. That's what Eric's thinking right now. Look at him. He's mad. And he's from Texas. Leave that man alone. He's yeah. he's mad. That man is a saint. That man Let's should have been up. the first president go of the Bulls, country of Texas. Baby. 
dude his dude his range of skills was explosive really do really do and you know what the worst part about this is, is i'm gonna get texts throughout the week when people listen to the episode <laughs> i'm for sure gonna get one from Putnam. i'm for sure gonna get one from jason what did you just call him Putnam. i think you're gonna get a text because you called him Putnam. <laughs> I think that's why I think you just everything I just said you just negated by calling him putting him. What are you a nineteenth century midwife? <laughs> you like a you like a little that was a little squeak. Put him. By the way, that's that's, that's, Eric's, that's Eric's that's Eric's boss. By the way, hold on, you got you got to take off the hat. Is Ratatouille controlling you under there? What is happening? He doesn't have enough hair controlled. We yeah. haven't seen him controlling the. He has to be going like this. On the two little stragglers I have left on the top of my head. I thought he was talking about his balls. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I was like, yo, that got weird, bro. I'm uh, super glad you clarified that. All right, ladies uh, and gentlemen, that is six minutes of absolute nonsense out the way. I promise you we have a decent episode coming for you. We'll get into the NFL Week 7 review. We'll get into the NFL Week 8 bets. We'll get into everyone's favorite head-to-head. But right now, let's get into Communion with E. Take it away, Eric. All right, so this Communion with E is actually brought to us uh, by Nevada. Um <laughs> Speak of the devil. So I want you guys to actually, you know, try to give it some real thought because I think there's some really good answers here that we could find. But essentially, what are some of the greatest games that never were? I.e. example. I'm going to give you one that I thought of nah, off the bat. No, no, no. I think we're good. Right? Don't don't ruin a good example, no? Well, I mean, I think it's one of the most obvious ones. All right, go gonna... ahead. Go. But it's it was. Kobe Jordan, I'm going to fight you. No, it was the LeBron versus Kobe in the finals. We never oh, got that. Same thing, fighting you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Square up. Anyway, football, football, hockey, baseball, basketball, Champions League, have at it. What are, your, what are the games that we should have seen that we never got to see due to, you know, players being shitty, LeBron James, or injuries, or whatever, whatever it may be? Oh, man. I'll let you go first, uh, Jermaine. Oh, man. There's a lot. Um, the Warriors dynasty never happens if Chris Paul doesn't pull a hamstring. Uh, any any of the three different occasions he pulled the hamstring. <laughs> so every year. Yeah. Oh, so if, the, if one of those Clippers teams stays healthy against the Warriors, they could potentially beat the Warriors. Um, if one of those, if that Rockets team doesn't miss, what is it? 28 straight threes or something like that. Um, you know, the Warriors aren't referred to the way they are. Um, I'm trying to think of what else, like, who did we want to see in it? And it did not happen. That's a really good question. So here's here's one that I just thought of off the off off the dome because I was kind of struggling for a second. The 1996 Super Bowl had the chance to be the Carolina Panthers against Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> both teams in the second year of their existence, both teams not even making the playoffs in their first year. 
Second year teams both made it to their respective championship games and lost to the Green Bay Packers and the New England Patriots. Boo, seen them, done that. Yep. So Give that would have been Jack's Panther. Dude, you know how crazy that would have been? It would have been the battle of Jungle Cats. Yeah. So and think about how different that Jacksonville Jaguars franchise is if they make the if they win the Super Bowl. Or the Panthers. The Panthers the way, are laughing stock. Yeah. So the example Nevada gave when he sent it over, and I actually agree with it, and I'm, I kind of want to see what you guys think about it, was the 06 Chargers. Yeah. Oh, with, with LaDainian Tomlinson? On number one line. offense versus number one defense. Oh, man. man. I think. The one that popped into my brain was the, the pass interference call that never yeah. was. Yeah. Drew Brees versus Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Like those two defenses, man, the run games on those teams, I, I think that would have been an awesome, awesome game. Um what was your what was your uh, what was your example, Eric? My example was uh, in two thousand nine or ten, whatever it was, when LeBron was supposed to face Kobe in the NBA finals. Mm, that's right. Okay. Hmm. I just, you know, it's like what if injuries, but trying to think of like specific games is actually kind of, it's kind of difficult. Like, oh, oh, oh no, it's the same thing. I was going to say, what if the Bills make the kick in the Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, what if, um, is Matt so Nagy still a co coach if that double doink doesn't happen? Yes, I think so. Uh, I don't think I'm. I'm not. I'm not meeting the premise, though. I'm trying to think of examples, and I can't think of any. Were there? Is there anyone in college? That's what I've been trying to think of. We were supposed to get Duke, UNC in the. What we was were, it, final, yeah. Fi final four. Yeah, that would have been good. Uh, BC. Good. I, we we can look up. We can look up BCS snubs. Can't really remember. There's always a few. Like, what if uh, UCF played Alabama? Yeah. That would have been a good. That would have been a good like BCS. Oh, or when the first uh, dark horse underdog, if Boise State would have got a uh, would have got a BCS shot instead of playing Oklahoma, right? They beat Oklahoma with the two trick plays, right? Yeah, the Statue Boise of Liberty State, yeah. and the. And then I was thinking, like, if TCU or Baylor doesn't get snubbed, like early on in the playoffs. How does how does that shake out? Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of like playoff snubs. We we've told you that before on the podcast. Uh, so I I put up this article that said uh, best what if best best sports moments best uh sports moments like what if uh it seems like there are a lot of uh I'll, I'll just go over the ones that could have set up games. Uh, number eight. Uh, D Ford lining up in the neutral zone or D Ford not lined up in the, or sorry, D Ford penalty. Cause he gets in the neutral zone for the chiefs. The chiefs had the game winning interception and then, but he was called for the offsides penalty and the Patriots went to the super bowl. Oh, that was the chiefs game. Yeah. Yo, that's um, a good one. That was just recently. What if we got that Rams chiefs super bowl? 
that we wanted. Remember when they played that 50-50 oh. shootout game? Yeah. Well, sorry, I just I just saw number five on this list, and it brought back the memory of it. <laughs> and I, you guys are going to have the exact same uh, exact same reaction. 2014 round of 16 World Cup. Oh, I, that was the first one US, that popped into my head. I U.S. and Belgium. Yeah. Tim Me Howard, 16 saves in that game. It was scoreless into stoppage time. And somebody hit a ball to a U.S. striker in the box. And he sailed it over the crossbar. Do you remember the U.S. striker? It was Wasn't Chris. It was Chris Wondolowski, who was literally basically on the goal line, and it would have put the U.S. up one nothing in stoppage time. That was the one that popped into my head, dude. I couldn't remember who the team was. I almost said the uh, Portugal game again with getting out of the group stage. Yeah. Um, if the uh, th- this they they said one here uh, the Super Bowl Rams versus Titans. Uh, in which, um, geez, who is the um, that Titans receiver? Andre Dyson, maybe, maybe not Andre Dyson. Kevin Dyson. Kevin Dyson was so close to reaching the Super Bowl. I'm going to track it back, and I'm going to say if the Titans don't win by miracle fashion in the Music City Miracle, Buffalo is in that Super Bowl. Dang, I got a question what for if, you guys. What if the Jaguars? beat the Steelers to, or who was it? The Patriots to make the play the Super Bowl with Blake Bortles. No, that was, that was uh, another, that was the second time that we could have had Jacksonville, Carolina, wasn't it? Yeah. But that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Cause they Cause, beat the Steelers and then they played the Pats in the championship game and oh, blew, blew a lead. Right. Or was it the other way around? I'm thinking of something different. I'm thinking of maybe it was 2009 when the Panthers needed to beat the Seahawks. Not Maurice Jones drew. No, no. Okay. No, You're talking about, about Oh yeah. Blake, yeah. Blake, Blake Bortles in the championship game. Yeah. That's a good one. What if Mark Sanchez beats Peyton Manning? In those championship games. Ooh. Well, you're talking about the year the Eagles won. It could have been, it could have been Case Keenum versus Blake Bortles, and it would have been the Vikings and, and right. Jaguars. Right. Nobody right. wanted to see that. <laughs> Shut up, did. Eric. Nobody what fucking you, wanted to see you, that. You Blake Bortles in a Super Bowl. Super Bowl. The best Blake of all time. If let's say the Eagles make it and you're facing Blake Bortles, you're not wanting that matchup. Fuck no, out of here, I'm, bro. I take pride in the fact that we beat oh, Tom fucking get Brady. Get out of here. We avenged our Shut loss to him. You killed Carson you know Wentz what? and then built a statue of his backup. You, you know what? If Philadelphia played Blake Bortles and he beat the fuck out of Blake Bortles, Eric would just beam with the same kind of pride for that championship. So I, get out of here with your... No chance, bro. Anyway, I have a question for you. What if Jordan doesn't retire? Do we see Chicago, Houston back to back years? And Probably. if we do, does Jordan win six, eight in a row? Or do the Houston? I, th- I think he does. Houston, you let Houston Rockets players tell it. <laughs> and they think they'll win it. Well, you should. First of all, you're a competitive athlete. Fuck Michael Jordan. I don't think so. I don't I think the Bulls still win. What if we play a full season instead of COVID? 
That's my biggest. The Dodgers thing. don't have a championship. <laughs> the Dodgers don't have the, a championship. The LA teams don't have championships. Right. Because the Lakers won too. Awesome. That's bullshit. Right. That's right. Yeah. On some I, of the easiest basketball to play in your life, bro. When you have LeBron and AD fucking sitting in a hotel room, they don't have to travel. AD can't go outside, so he can't step on a Lego. What was it? Two thousand. What was it? Two thousand ten, when the U.S. was up and Ronaldo scored the goal for Portugal, two thousand ten World Cup. Yeah, where, Ronaldo, what, where Ronaldo hit the backbreaker to tie. That's what I was going to bring up. That, oh, would, that was devastating. That was bro. a backbreaker. Either of those World Cups happen and the, and the, and the football renaissance in America well, happens sooner. I want to see 2014 World Cup. I want to see what... We need, we need to do good this year and it's not looking good. It's not looking good. We'll it's get into it in our World good. Cup episode, but I, I think I ran my... I qualify from that group. <laughs> That's a group of death right now, in my opinion. It is a group of death based on numbers and rankings. Yeah. All right, let's see here. So the bracket. So if the U.S. won, what kind of what kind of show me the. They seed one and and two, right? Right. So if so if if the U.S. wins, they play Argentina. Oh. I, want, I, I want one with scores. I'll find one with scores here. We'll go to Wikipedia. Uh, yeah, I don't know how we're doing against Argentina. Yeah, I don't think we're. Could winning. we beat Messi and Ronaldo in back to back World Cup games? <laughs> Why well, we didn't oh. beat Ronaldo? That's the problem. But no, if we I'm, did, if we did, if we're if we beat Ronaldo, we're definitely beating Messi. I'm in your hypothetical right. world right now. Right. Yes, dude. That first of all, that's the best what if right there. All right, we start Messi okay, here. and Ronaldo in 2010. Like that's the height of their powers. I mean, bro. yeah. Well, we can't. Well, we can't do that. Then we gotta go. We'll go back to 2010. We'll go back to 2010. The 2010 World Cup. Let's see here. Oh wait, which one were you doing? I was doing 2014 to, to start. Was that Argentina? No, 2014 was was Argentina. So 2010 Aww. was, yeah, because we got past. 2010 was, uh, 2010 Ghana beat us, because we were the second seed, I believe. Ghana was it was it was wasn't 2010 in Africa though. Yeah, wow. Which one was in Africa? 2014. I guess I I guess I don't. Guess I'm not really remembering 2000, when that. 2006. When was South Africa? Six. Six was uh, Munich. Yeah. Six was Munich, or not Munich, but Germany. <laughs> Eric was shaking his head at me. No, this whole time. <laughs> I was like, no, it happened. I had the I had the FIFA World Cup game. That's the only reason, really, I remember South Africa so vividly. That was one of my favorite games, dude. <laughs> 2010 FIFA game. So oh, I yeah, found 20, 20, 2014 was the Ghana revenge game, the tie against Portugal in which Ronaldo hit the cross in nine, in the 95th minute. And then the U S losing one, nothing to Germany. Holy cow. The U S lost one, nothing to a Germany team. The U S lost one, nothing to a Germany team that won the world cup, dude. We were good that year, bro. So look, so we look. We just happened to play Germany and Portugal in the fucking group stage. So look, Belgium beat the U.S. 2-1. If the U.S. scores against Wondolowski, I think the U.S. wins. 
or let's just say U.S. wins. Argentina had to go to extra time to beat Switzerland and only beat Belgium 1-0. Let's say we beat Argentina. So there's a chance that we beat Argentina. Okay? Next team, the Netherlands. The Netherlands beat Mexico 2-1, had to go to penalties against Costa Rica. Jesus Navas uh, coming out. Legend. And... Argentina had to beat the Netherlands on penalties. Then the U.S. is going to a final against a Germany team that they've ar- they already know that they can hold. Can you imagine? <laughs> That's the world I want to live in. The, the I US, bet you Harambe is still alive in that world. The U.S. won the 2014 World Cup. If, if they've won, Ronaldo, Messi, Ibrahimovic have all been playing in the MLS for the last 10 years. I don't know about that. They would they would come more easily though. I would agree with that. Holy, Holy cow. cow! A twenty ten. <laughs> twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. This is twenty fourteen. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Oh 24, my god. Twenty fourteen. We lost to. What happened in twenty fourteen? Because you keep bringing them both up, and now they're all jumbled together. Twenty fourteen was the U.S. was beating Portugal. Yes, that's and what Portugal Ronaldo scored in the ninety fifth minute. Right. I think they they tied it and then they took the lead. That was just to tie it. That was to tie it. And then the US needed basically if the US would have won that game they would have qualified. But then Port, but then but then Portugal ended up uh not winning against Ghana. So Portugal did not qualify. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. All right. Well, that was actually pretty fun. Well, I have one here for you guys that would have been crazy. Give you a stat here. So the nineteen eighty five Chicago Bears only they went fifteen and one on the season. Guess who they lost to? The team they beat in the Super Bowl. No, the Miami Dolphins. I was the only the the only other team the only team to ever go undefeated, right? Or not ever, but the Patriots eventually did it too. But um. It could have been the Bears and Dolphins in the Super Bowl. The Dolphins handled the Bears pretty easily. It was 38-24, but, you know, the 85 Bears maybe never happens if the Patriots don't fucking win three straight road games to get to the Super Bowl. They played the Dolphins in the AFC Championship, win that. We could have had the undefeated or the one-loss Bears, their only loss coming to the Dolphins against the Dolphins team, who at that point was probably just hoping they could get one for Dan before he left. That would have been a kind of a crazy matchup. That's a re- a revenge game in the Super Bowl, Nick. I'm betting. I'm betting heavy on the Bears, <laughs> that's, bro. That's, that's two houses. That's two Yo, mortgage payments. I'm for sure draining the retirement account. I'm retiring on that bet, bro. That's wild. Okay, Eric. Let's get into head to head. Give us the week's performance and then the overall performance. Oh, yeah, let me pull that up. Um, so, loss. And then mine was god-awful loss. All right, so we have uh, Jermaine. Now he is sitting at 2-4. and four. He had the Arizona Cardinals minus 2 against his Saints on Thursday night. They won that game, so that won easily. 
Nicholas Tarchahan had the Green Bay Packers at minus four and a half. <laughs> they took a fat L. So now Nicholas is sitting at three and three overall. That's and so bad, bro. You lost unf- to the Commanders. Fortunately, I took back-to-back L's. I had the Detroit Lions beating the Cowboys. We had them in the first half, fell apart <laughs> in the second half. That puts my record at a four. That puts my record at four and two. Dude, I can't believe I'm the only one who won, bro. Well, it wasn't a what was it? A plus eleven ninety three. Yeah. And it looked at certain points like it would happen too. Uh yeah, dude. First of all, let's just get into that Green Bay Commanders game. Does Aaron Rodgers retire despite getting hundred and fifty million for three years? At the end of that game, dude, when he was down at the turf, it was like this this don't look good, my man. Aaron Rodgers has quality gifts. Like he is one of the most is gifable a word? Gifable, yes. Gifable. <laughs> gifable quarterbacks or or just professional sports athlete ever. Remember that photo where his helmet where his chin strap was like Right, yeah, that that was like great. laying on the side. They have the gif where he breaks his collarbone and they change the sack rule to where we don't know what a sack is anymore. <laughs> right, but it was the Vikings player landing on him. You have the discount double check. You have his fist bump. Why do I know so many Aaron Rodgers? You have fans? him showing up as Con Air now. That's a that's a <laughs> meme. That, that's got to be a good one. Oh man! So all right. Did you in in what world did you ever think the Commanders were winning this game? None. What's so none, funny? None is world. They won because Carson Wentz wasn't playing. Right. Is that why they won? Is Carson Wentz that bad? Is Taylor Heineke the new Ryan Fitzpatrick? Oh, dude, <laughs> I hope so. That I we need a letter legend. We right. need a legend to just come in. And, and he's just... already started it. Dude, that's great. You know who I really want it to be, though? Hmm. Uh, Tyler Huntley. Yeah. Although I wish he would get a starting job. Just just give that man a shot somewhere. But I just think it'd be cool if every time Lamar got hurt, Tyler Huntley came in, they didn't miss a beat. But they yeah. just go right back. Oh, dude. Aaron Rodgers is what was what is it for Nick Aaron? Is it still eleven point dog? I'm sorry, what was that you broke up there? On my double uh, Aaron Rodgers is a double digit dog for the first time in his career. I believe it's minus eleven, right? Or he's plus eleven. Is it uh right now the Packers are let me see here. Sorry, my eyes are giving out on me a little bit. Green Bay, Green Bay, Green Bay. Are they a Monday night game or something? No, uh, well, no, I think they're the Sunday night game. Which is the first good primetime game we've gotten, huh? Maybe that's exaggerative. Oh, the Buffalo Bills, they're 11 point dogs yeah. in Buffalo. That a boy, Eric. So, <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to have to get some contacts soon. So, moving on to other veteran quarterbacks. Imagine a scenario in which you were, you were married to one of the most beautiful women on the planet. And you decide to divorce her. And the next game you have coming up in the schedule is the hapless Carolina Panthers who just traded away their superstar player and have a former XFL player at quarterback. 
and an interim head coach. You're beating that team, right? Yeah, Tom Brady's the quarterback, right? Right, yeah. Imagine divorcing your supermodel ex-wife and playing the Carolina Panthers, who are somehow listing like a ship taking on water and yet are one game out of the NFC South and losing to the Carolina Panthers. And not really in like dramatic fashion. Tampa Bay really yeah. never had a chance in this game. The NFC South will have a seven and nine winner, right? Or yes, eight and nine, again, eight, eight and eight and nine winner because it's Let's seventeen go. games now. I the lo- NFC I love- South is just—you can't get a bearing from week to week. You have no clue what's happening. And the why Saints the put up thirty-four and lost, right? Uh huh. Who did the Falcons lose to? Where are those losers? Falcons lost to the Bengals by getting shellacked? Oh, they got by Joe Burrow throwing for eight or four hundred and eighty-one yards, and the Panthers beat the Bucks. It's just unreal. So let me ask you this: Are you more or less excited for the Cowboys as a contender with Dak Prescott after that performance we just saw, or is it the same? Uh, well, I I hope we see him come back a little bit more. I mean, that that game, that game, talk about a ship listing and slowly taking on water. That's what that game was. Why did they abandon the strategy that had been working with Cooper, Cooper Rush? First of all, what let's, do you mean? First of all, let's talk about this. I, I guess we can talk about the Cooper Rush thing before. Because you, you, you don't not play Dak Prescott. Yeah, you play Dak Prescott, but what's been working for the team should continue to work with Dak Prescott in the system. If he's a better quarterback, all he should do is elevate that system to be better. But they started doing none of the shit they were doing with Cooper Cooper Rush as the quarterback. What are you doing? You clearly have a recipe that wins games against against the Eagles. But think about it like this. You're no longer game planning around Cooper Rush. You're game planning for Dak Prescott. And I know some people out there, I might have just said the same thing, but I didn't. Cooper Rush was good because they probably gave him an incredibly simple playbook. And they said, make your first read here. If your first read's not there, check it down to either Tony Pollard or Ezekiel Elliott. Hmm. Or throw to your tight end. To Dak Prescott, they gave him this whole giant, and they said, here you go, you know it. So we're going to run everything we need to run. Mike McCarthy's still the coach there, correct? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's <laughs> Mike McCarthy. Maybe it's Mike McCarthy say. that should be running the the, <laughs> the simple playbook. I don't understand. Uh, Eric's got a Eric's got a good point. If, if if it was working with Cooper Rush, how is it not working with Dak Prescott? And it was not working at all. Uh-uh. The whole game, the announcers were talking about how bad the Lions defense has been through six games. And the Lions defense Eric, correct me if I'm wrong. What what was the score going into the fourth quarter? Wasn't it wasn't it like really close? It was like 14-6 or something like that. Yeah, it didn't get it didn't get bad. The Detroit it was Lions ten to six. The Detroit and and I'm gonna say this: the Detroit Lions had a chance to take the lead in that football game because one of their tight ends made a catch and a lunge to the end zone, and instead of ch- stopping the play and challenging the play that he had got in. They decided to run a real quick play fumble in which DeMarcus Lawrence 
grown man about three players and a block and strip the football. If you have not seen that clip, Room 303 Faithful, go online and look at Demarcus Lawrence making not one, not two, but three professional athletes and NFL players his sons. And that actually four, because he stripped the ball then. So four. Yeah. That was that was ass. I don't I don't get it. It's asinine. Well, uh, Mike McCarthy, not to be outdone by the curse that is the Detroit Lions. <laughs> no doubt. All right, bring up your point, Nick. What? You wanted to get into something before Eric brought Oh, that was my point. That was my point, oh. that, that the Lions had a chance to win this game. And if they just would have – I love Dan – as if I'm the – if you're the Lions owner or the Lions GM, you love Dan Campbell until this moment. Where you're like, stop, think about it for a second. Don't just try to rush headlong into stuff and, oh, we're going to win in the trenches. Think about where you're at. Think about the play that just happened and, like, pump the brakes. Yeah. That was 100% Dan Campbell being like, we're going to score a touchdown. You have a red flag, dude. Use it. Right. No and then doubt. you have all that time to make the call. You're if at, you like, need, the half you, inch. Yeah. If you need to make a call, let's say they don't, you know, reverse it or whatever. All right. Let's do a, a quick hitter. What to make of the following three teams? Rank okay. rank these teams for me. Okay. Giants, Jets, Seahawks. Contenders. All of them. I rank them in the order you set them. Giants, Jets, Seahawks. Let's see if I can't pull up their collective record if it'll load for it. So since since we're saying Giants play Eagles this week, right? Since we're saying no. no, Giants play Seahawks. It's the only game on the schedule with a winning record. What, both teams have the winning record? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine week eight, the only game with both teams having a winning record is Giants versus Seahawks. All right. So, oh, my God. What's <laughs> – all right. Who deserves coach the year more? Is it Pete Carroll? Is it Ryan Gable? Or is it Robert Sala? Because – Robert Sala lost his starting uh, right tackle, right? Uh, they just lost their offensive tackle, Valia Tucker. They lost Brees Hall. Two wide receivers, two highly drafted wide receivers have requested trades from the team, right? Brian Dable has the Giants with one loss. It's got to be Brian Dable, right? It's, you can make a case for anybody. Pete Carroll, we were arguing about the Seahawks having one of the least talented teams in football, but somehow all three of us picked them to finish better than the Cardinals in this division. Did we know something? By the, just, by, by the way, Kenneth Walker III was supposed to be a third-string running back. He's the guy now. Yeah, he's the, the guy now. So on DraftKings right now, we have uh, coaches' odds. We have Nick Sirianni at plus 125, Brian Dable at plus 250, Robert Sala at plus 1,000, and Kevin O'Connell at plus 1,200. Mike McDaniel at plus 2,000, and Pete Carroll at plus 2,000. Pete Carroll is plus 2,000? Mm-hmm. How do you not – so, so if I'm making bets, how do you not bet against – or how do you bet against Pete Carroll? Because the like, Seahawks could still end up with six. Right, but, at the but, end of the season. right, but he's a coach that has been in this situation before. Two Super Bowls. Right. 
I mean, the dude is is no slouch. He made Russell Wilson look good for ten years. <laughs> I <You> that. <laughs> Russell Wilson's a system quarterback. Yo, Pete, Eric's Eric's found it. He's he found something and he's riding it until Russell Wilson yeah. proves him wrong. Yeah, but Russell it's, Wilson might be the best system quarterback of all time. One hundred percent. But Eric's not wrong. That's hysterical. So here, here's here's a fun fact. Just just some standing observations, right? The New York Jets are one game behind Buffalo. They are they have a better record than Baltimore, Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh. They have a better record than the entire AFC South, and they have the same record as the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, we talked about it at the beginning of the year in the schedule preview, and yet nobody hit on it for us. When uh, you finish wrong, or when you finish bottom of your division, you get to play other bottom of the division teams. And the Jets are are the Jets, Seahawks, and Giants are working out in a year where those where no no one in those other divisions is good. The 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 NFC East is the only division with a six team six win team. They have two of them. The NFC East is the two best records in football right now. Um, just touching back to the uh, AFC East and our pre uh, our preseason um, on the episode we had the AFC East. Um, your boy took the Bills, Jets, Dolphins, Patriots at plus thirty five hundred for exact order for this division. Don't you put money on don't, it? Don't. Don't count your eggs too soon. Did you put I'm money just on saying. It? I'm just saying. On it? I had that intuition. Uh, but did you put money on it? No, unfortunately. So you didn't trust it then. <laughs> Don't come here with you. You said it. I can say a lot of things. You say say a lot of things. Blue tomatoes are the best. Blue tomatoes are the best vegetables. It's on record. Dude, the Seattle Seahawks have a better record than the entire NFC South. <laughs> So That's crazy. amazing. It's so crazy. Just looking at the standings in football is insane. Dude, the Niners traded for CMC and look like dog shit. I mean, I know he doesn't know the playbook and everything, so I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, but that is an auspicious debut to let up 44 and get almost doubled up. Yeah, I, I just don't think... I, I just don't think that I, that you should score points on the Chiefs. <laughs> I think you wait and you sit and you let the Chiefs beat themselves. I think that's the way to beat the Chiefs. Because if you go up on the Chiefs, they're going to get pissed off. <laughs> and then they're going to score 90 on you, right? I guess it's a good point. What? So how, the 49ers were up by a lot in that game? No, they weren't. Is, I, I, I mean, they were yeah, up. Yeah, they got – yeah. I thought the 49ers were getting the break speed off. I had it on the television. It got that ugly. Game, at the end. That game was not competitive. It was it was, was it was four it was 14-13 at halftime. I almost don't remember that. The that's 49ers how, the 49ers took a 10 nothing lead. That's Kyle Shanahan does not make good second half adjustments. Change my mind. I won't. I can't. Speaking of speaking he, of second half adjustments. Bill O'Brien? 
Maybe. Yeah, I think so. Uh, that might be a no. betting tip for the week then. Bet no. Kyle Shanahan with the lead. Oh, if they had the lead, you take the dog? You take the dog. You, you, you take who's trailing. Uh, speaking of teams beating the brakes off people, uh, the Chicago Bears beat the brakes off the New England Patriots. And at the beginning of the year, we were considering Mac Jones as a top half quarterback. And we were even getting ready to say, we as the collective media, we're even getting ready to say that it, maybe this, this is Mac Jones coming out year. Ooh. And now Bill Belichick is not even naming his week eight starter. Well, now that you brought up the elephant in the room, Eric, who's the best quarterback in New England? Name's Zappy. Eric has been saying that they should stick with Zappy since before Mac Jones came in and got got booed by the Gillette faithful who <laughs> who started cheering for Zappy. You can that- you can see it, man, when he plays. He's quicker to make decisions. He's you know, just pretty much as accurate. Doesn't make as many bad plays. Uh, dude. Stop Stop looking at the name on the back of the jersey. Stop looking at the contract. Who's playing the best? It's Zappy. Put that man in the game. When was he's playing that well. <laughs> when was the last time Bill Belichick had a high draft pick who was a guaranteed starter at the beginning of the year? Uh, before his days. And then he got replaced by a rookie QB who oh. was a late-round draft pick. I'll say it right now. Bailey Zapp will be better than Tom Brady. And no, Eric, same, that's not a lot. The same two people that sit here and bash Lamar Jackson and call him a He's running back. He's a running back. The Patriots put they up literally 14 ran points plays. on the Bears. The Patriots put up 14 points on the Bears at home with this quarterback that you're saying is good. First of all, I don't appreciate this Bears slander. Okay. Tom Brady was Tom Brady. They are three and four. Good. That is a team that is on the it's cusp. So Ridiculous. Of being good. That is wow. so way to go out on a limb there. Eric. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm just I, I kid, I kid. But that is that is bonkers. I'm just what? saying, like everyone's hyping up this kid for New England, like he's something special. And I'm like, they put up 14 points against the Bears. The Bears have not been good this year. Also, shout out to what is it, Eberflus who's coaching the Bears? Yes. Shout out to Eberflus for realizing that designed quarterback runs with Justin goddamn Fields is a potent offense. You don't need wide receivers, bro. Just line up, run the Navy offense. Justin Field will get you a tutty. It's unreal, bro. They were designing runs in the whole game. I was just like, what is happening? What kind of sorcery is this? Unreal, bro. By the way, the, 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 the Madden cast... Shit slaps. <laughs> Shit slaps, uh, bro. I just, for some reason, I found my way to Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady has never ended a season with a losing record. Do you know that? Are you betting for him to have a losing record now? I Can I bet that? Eric, come on. Even even even, two thousand, even 2008, when he got injured, he finished the year 1-0. and <laughs> So they're counting that as well. Because he, so he started the game, yeah. All right. While Eric's looking that up, do we want to touch on any other games? Uh, I do have a review for last week for you guys. Okay. A review for last week? 
Yeah. So um, I'm gonna do something a little bit different. Probably should have been doing it from week one. Um, this will be a regular thing from now on going into next year. It'll be a full time thing. But um, last week, Jermaine went five and four with his picks. He got the Arizona minus two, Cleveland plus six and a half, New York Jets money line, and Kansas. Can't. Oh wait, he actually went. Yeah. Okay. Kansas City minus two and a half, and the Seattle Seahawks money line. He lost on the Packers minus four and a half, the Lions plus seven, Atlanta plus six and a half, and he had Houston plus seven. What Nicholas, was I thinking? That's a lot of terrible teams at the end. <laughs> Nicholas finished with seven and four record with his picks last week. He also took the Arizona minus two, Carolina plus 11, Cleveland plus six and a half, Tennessee minus two and a half, Jets money line. He hit on Pittsburgh plus seven, but he missed on the money line and Chicago plus eight. Nick's weekly Nuggets went one and two, Detroit plus seven and Houston plus seven miss, and the Tennessee minus two. Um, did in fact hit for him. So that was uh, last week's. I will continue this on from now on uh, with each week that goes in. We'll have an overall record for the year. Um, yeah, I will be reviewing every week's you pitch. Keeping for you keeping track now. of juice too? Or yeah, you keeping track of yunes? We talking uh, yunes here? I didn't last week, but I can go back and look it up. Because I mean, I can, because okay. I can, can go. Start now. I can go four and eight. Okay, so if I you guys. Four doogie dogs. I want guys, those units counted. <laughs> and Jermaine loves a good devious dog. Right. <laughs> Dude, that's my favorite video on the internet right now. It gets me every time. <laughs> you devious dog. <laughs> you damn, you devious dog. <laughs> Bro, that made that dude's day. It was awesome. I love that video, dude. I love that video. Oh, All right, and then for going forward here, Nick, since Somebody I'm keeping I'm keeping track of Nick's nuggets and Nick's picks, um, when I go through the list of the, of the week, call out your weekly nuggets for me, all right? And we'll stop, let you get into it, and then I'll I'll keep track of your nuggets like that as well. Nick's nuggets also count to his overall record. You want them to go to your overall record? No, because uh-huh. I have a lot of nuggets and I'm not trying to bet. I'm just having to listen. The, the purpose of the purpose of Nick's nuggets, and you don't need to keep track of them, Eric. I, I mean, like you can. I no, track. I, yes, he does. Okay, I mean, I track on my Nick's Nuggets spreadsheet. I track the ones that, like, are that hit. So, like the like the when we talk about teams scoring less than ten points, I track that. When we when we talk about division games, stuff like that, I track all that. The next nuggets for everybody out there is just to help you guys bet if you like stats. So uh, if you like stats like I do. So. And it's all it's also there to show you that stats don't fucking matter. That they see, don't matter at all. See the Bears 33-14 in Foxborough on Monday night. I took a late Bears plus nine and a half, by the way, boys. You should have taken a late Bears <laughs> minus nine and a half. Yeah, yeah I should have. <laughs> What oh, that pay, Jesus! All right, so the head-to-head has been covered. I'm two and four. Nick's three and three, and Eric is pretty good, right? Four and two. Yeah. Uh, we just finished our week eight. Uh, sorry, week seven review. We always finish the week seven review with uh, a little saying that we like to say at Room Three Hundred Three: uh, Broncos Country, <laughs> let's bench. You finally got rid of 
Russell Wilson, brighter days are ahead. Don't worry. You don't have a lot of money tied up to him. You could get rid of him next year. Just get just easily. Just shuck him to the side. All right, Eric, knock off that yawn. Take us through the board for the week. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Let me get this set up real quick. Will I you have drop to get the, the link in the chat as well. Um, Which link, my guy? For the odds so I could see them with my eyeballs. Oh, yep. Let me get that set over. Because I, I happen to notice that you'll say a bunch of numbers in a row and I'll only catch like one or two and combine the rest. Did you say, uh, did you say 137? No, dude. Did you say That's... that they're 44 and a half point favorites? <laughs> yeah. The All over right. under is set at 67. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm going to just start with the Thursday night game. Um, so we have Baltimore headed to Tampa. Baltimore is minus one and a half favorites. The over under is 45. Baltimore money line minus 130. Tampa money line plus 110. Start with you, Jermaine. What do you got? Oh, man. When a line doesn't make sense, you just bet weird, right? Like you just. Why does. Is Baltimore been bad lately? I guess they can't. They can't take. Uh... They, they can't seal games, I guess. That's the only thing that I can think. Yeah, they've blown a couple leads. Yeah, that's true, right? So Baltimore's four and three. And Tom Brady has a losing record for what, the first time ever? Is that the was that the stat? Uh I don't know if it's I don't know if it's his first losing record ever. It's he's never finished a season with a losing record. Dude, you know what? Fuck it. Give me Bucks money line. Uh, so, all right, this leads us to our first Knicks betting nugget, right? We tell Dude, you to you take You've got to get teams. them out before I put a bet in. Come no, on. I just, no, no, I wanted you to. You were talking. It'd be rude to interrupt. You're an ass. So we take teams scoring less than 10 points the previous week. Tampa Bay, obviously, plus one and a half. Dogs with a spread less than 10 points on the year are seven and three. That's 70%. Let's go. Broncos country. Let's bench. Let's bench. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Bucks money line. I wish it was a little higher, plus 110. But this line doesn't make sense to me. It should be Ravens. So, is this the Thursday game? Yeah. Yeah, it's the Thursday game. Oh, it's even weirder. Definitely give me Bucks money line. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's go. All right. So, I got uh, – Nick, you have any action on that you want to take? Yeah, I'll take Bucks plus one and a half. Bucks plus one and a half. I'll take Bucks money line. <laughs> money line. Yeah, I'll take Bucks. I'll take Bucks money line. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna move into our next game. Um, it is the Denver Broncos at Jacksonville Jaguars. Broncos are two and a half point dogs. The over under is thirty nine. Broncos money line plus one thirty. Jaguars money line minus one fifty. Nick, any nuggets? Keep in mind, when he says at Jacksonville, he means in London. So both these teams are playing an away game. Mm. This is in London? This is in and London. And the, oh, the over-under is 39? Yeah. I feel some shenanigans on that line. That seems really low for a for a crazy London game. Give me the over, Eric. I, I'll, take, I'll take the over. Yeah, I, 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 I want the over as well. And, you know, I just mentioned... Uh, dogs scoring uh, teams that scored less than 10 points the previous week. Denver, Denver plus three dog. Like I said, dog seven and three uh, on the year. So you're taking Denver then? 
I will be taking Denver plus three. Yes. What about plus one thirty? Well, it's actually plus two and a half for Denver. I will not be taking the Denver money line. Wait, you're <laughs> yeah. taking you're taking them plus three. I have them at two and a plus two and a half here. Okay, well, two and a half then. Yeah. All right, plus I need, two point. I need to listen to you better. I had it three in my sheet. <laughs> this is exactly why I asked for the right. link. Yeah, yeah, I have been fucking up the last few weeks. Yeah, I'm just Eric. Especially you just correct drink, me when you hear I'm bad like... numbers. All right, so I have Nick or sorry, Jermaine took Denver Jacksonville over 39 at minus 110. Nick took Denver plus two and a half at minus 105, and your betting nugget was to take Denver at plus two and a half. Correct. Nick's nugget. Okay. Correct. I've just been staring at myself in this, like this kind of close-up new camera angle we're testing out, and just been making faces. It's called narcissism. Because you, got, you guys keep looking down and stuff, so I'm like, oh, just gonna, just gonna entertain myself. <laughs> All right, so, so just so Jermaine won't get too bored. Oh, we'll you sure that's you sure that's water? Or was that a stroke? Are you stroking out? <laughs> All right, we have the New England Patriots heading up to their division rival, New York Jets. Patriots are one and a half point favorites. The over under is 40 and a half. Patriots money line is minus 125. Jets money line is plus 105. What did this line open as, Nick? Stand by. This line opened as it was. It was New England minus one. It opened at. Oh, okay. Oh, I guess the Brees Hall news was out before the Lions came. Mm-hmm. The Jets juice is gone. This is where the Jets the Jets turn into the Jets and the Patriots turn into the Patriots. To Jermaine's point, in the last five division games, in the last five times that the Patriots have gone into New York, they are 5-0. and Additionally, <laughs> playing with the rest disadvantage... Since 2019, New England is 7-5, and five, both against the spread and straight up, where the New York Jets are 3-8 and eight straight up and 5-6 and six against the spread. Oh, I feel bad, man. All the big explosive plays were coming from Brees Hall. I hope James Robinson can just, just keep that. I want the Jets in the playoffs, dude. I don't know what to tell you. If the Browns ain't going to do it, I need the Jets in there. I, I want the Seahawks. I just want all the obscure teams. Give me two New York teams. Give me the Seahawks. Who do you got in this, Nick? Nobody? I will take both Pat's money line and Pat's spread. What was the spread again, Eric? Uh, one and a half. Minus one and a half. All right. Yeah, I'll take one and a half and the money line. What's the money line at? Money line is minus 125. Oh, that's annoying juice. <laughs> I'm going to stack that. I'll, I'll, I'll give at the end of the, at the end, my uh, favorites parlay, but I'm going to throw new England into a favorites parlay with that money line. And I'm not, I, I won't take the minus one and a half. Okay. So give me new England money line, but I'm going to, I'm going to put it into a parlay. Uh, Jermaine. I don't want anything to do with this game. All right. Uh, next game, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers in Philadelphia are 10.5-point dogs. The over-under is 43. Pittsburgh money line plus 390. Philly money line minus 490. Philly's coming off a bye. 
right? Nick Sirianni, second year head coach. He's one and oh straight up, but he's oh oh and one. That means he pushed against the spread last year. Philadelphia Eagles since 2019, one and two straight up, oh two and one against the spread. So before Nick Sirianni, oh and two and oh and two, oh and two straight up and against the spread. Additionally, with Kevin Sirianni, can you give me that one again? With Nick it? Sirianni, sorry, the Eagles are one and zero straight up, and they pushed against okay. the spread since 2019. They are one and two straight up, and zero two and one against the spread. Additionally, we had we had our first dog of greater than ten points after scoring less than ten points the previous week. That was the Carolina Panthers. They covered. This week we have a net. We have another one, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Jermaine, over to you. This line is, this line is crazy, because I don't think the I don't think the Steelers should be this close. I mean, the, the Steelers haven't scored over twenty points in regulation this season. There's another, there's a Jermaine betting nugget. I will say that again. The Steelers have not scored over 20 points in a single game this season. They're going up against the Philadelphia Eagles offense that is absolutely running on all cylinders. My only concern is the bye week and how the Eagles will respond to a bye week. I don't like when a team's humming going into a bye week. Complacency sets in. So I have the same concern for the Vikings and the Eagles this week. Because the, were, were the Vikings on by last week? The Vikings were, correct. They were, right? Correct. That's what concerns me with these two teams. I want nothing to do with it. And what what did you take, Nick? I didn't take anything. I am cons- I might make a late week bet. Uh, Pittsburgh, right now, Pittsburgh plus 10 and a half. It, it looks fine to me. If I were to take any action, it would be Pittsburgh plus 10 and a half. But you're I not taking so. it. But I'm not I'm taking it. I'm not taking it either. I'm not betting against the Eagles team. But this bye week makes me nervous. So I could easily see the, the Eagles struggling, coming back and winning late, and not covering this 10 and a half. Mm-hmm. That's what I could easily see. But – I mean, the Eagles will probably run away with this, right? If they keep it up. <laughs> so let's keep it pushing. Uh, so just to be sure, no action on that for either you, but Nick's weekly nugget, uh, Pittsburgh plus 10.5 at minus 110, given they scored less than 10 and are now a double-digit dog. Correct. Okay, perfect. Uh, so moving into the next game, we have the uh, Chicago Bears heading into Dallas. Bears are plus 9 dogs over under at 42. Bears money line plus 340. Dallas money line minus 425. What do you guys got? <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. So the Nick's betting big spreads continues. Nick's betting nuggets. Playing with the rest disadvantage, the Chicago Bears since 2019 are two and six, both straight up and against the spread. The Dallas Cowboys with a rest advantage since 2019. 
seven and two straight up and against the spread. With a rest disadvantage or seven and two? With a rest advantage. Red, rest advantage. Yeah. Um, dang. The Cowboys, the Cowboys have the rest advantage. I don't want anything to do with it. These big spreads have kind of run me off. Yeah. I don't I I will say this before the before the uh but or like as we get through this. Before the week when I first saw this board, I normally make like three or four bets at the beginning of the week, right? Like early line bets. With when I saw this bets, yeah. When I saw this board, I made zero bets. I have still not placed an NFL bet this week. I don't like it either, dude. This board is kind of shaky. Yeah. This this plus nine for the Bears, if the Bears can play the way they – well, the Cowboys' defense is <laughs> – oh, boy. <sighs> All right. Yeah, I don't really know what to say. I don't want anything to do with this, this one either. That's three stinkers in a row for me. Yeah. All right. So we'll move on. Uh, we have the Miami Dolphins heading to the Detroit Lions. Dolphins minus three-and-a-half point favorites. Over under 51-and-a-half. Dolphins money line minus 180. Lions money line plus one fifty five. Detroit going. money line. Keep going back to it. Detroit Lions plus three and a half underdogs scored last scored less than ten points last week. So you're taking the Lions as a dog and three and a half. This game opened as I look at my thing over here. This game opened at three. Oh, so you got a half point. Oh, so you got a half point across goal, the number. If you lose by a field goal, you're good, bro. Correct. It, Tua's nowhere near back, right? He's supposed to be. Didn't he play in that game? Two. Okay, I didn't watch the Dolphins game. Tua played. Yeah, wasn't there like a whole uproar about him, like before the press, before the game, saying like, "I'm gonna, you know, take care of my body and you know, slide and oh, all this shit." Did. And then he fucking it runs was like out there. The and... Second play of the game, and he yeah. lowered his head like a football player. Dude, yeah. like, quarterbacks are football players too, bro. They're just trying to win. Don't look. My advice to Tua is like, you gotta be smart, but you don't want to stop what got you there, right? Right. It's just it's it's sticky. I don't want to see that kid get hurt, but I'm all in favor of hey, his life, his choice. <laughs> like you can do what he want, bro. If you want to lower that head, get in there, big fella. Get in wanna, there, big fella. You want to lay lead blocks for your running back? Get in there, big fella. I, <laughs> I'll, I'll allow it, bro. Fuck it. So no action for you, fellas. <laughs> Nick, Nick took Detroit three plus yeah. three and a half. Detroit plus three and a half. Yep. He's he's much braver than I in this. All right, I, I thought that was. A, I mean, I added it to the Knicks Nuggets, so I'll add it to yours as well. I'll well, yeah, it. it's Knicks Nuggets, and then oh, I get what you're saying. My bad. I keep I'm keeping them separate. Um, all right, so the next game is the uh, piss poor Arizona Cardinals against the She Vikings. Um, the Cardinals are four point dogs. The over under is forty nine. Uh, Cardinals money line plus one sixty. Vikings money line minus one ninety. Give me something, Nick. Tell me who they're taking this. I have no clue. So. The Cardinals did play on Thursday night football when they faced the Saints. Cardinals with a rest disad- or a rest advantage since 2019, four and six straight up, five, four and one against the spread. That means one that second. If they wouldn't have a rest advantage, would they? Rest advantage, correct. They they would not have it against they- Minnesota. Minnesota, Minnesota had a bye week. Oh, good point. 
Yeah, well, that negates that then. Nope, no nuggets. <laughs> it was built for the other way. Oh, that's funny. All right, what's your gut telling you, Nick? What like over forty nine? Do we think we can get over forty nine in this game? What's the uh, what's the Call of Duty schedule right now? <laughs> Call of Duty just came out. It just yeah. came out. Oh, Minnesota minus four. Taking that. All right. Yeah, Minnesota minus four. Fuck it, bro. I'm I might get minute. I might get Minnesota minus fourteen if I'm being perfectly honest. Oh, okay. Wait, here's uh, here is one. Actually, I do have one. Minnesota coming off the bye. I don't know why I didn't see this before. Minnesota coming off the bye. Obviously, Kevin O'Connell is a first time head coach. Minnesota since 2019, one and two straight up and against the spread. Coming off a bye. That was not helpful. When is Kirk, <laughs> how, how long has Kirk Cousins been a Minnesota Vikings quarterback? Eric, can you tell me that? Oh, this is not prime time. Yeah, I'll take the Vikings minus four, bro. If you can tell me how long Kevin uh, Kirk Cousins has been the Vikings quarterback, I can give you statistical numbers. Yeah, um, he has been the quarterback – since 2018. Uh, since 2018, one, two, three, four, five years. Since 2018? Mm-hmm. Okay, so since 2018, coming off a bye, the Minnesota Vikings are one and three, straight up. And they are... Do, 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 do. And they are... I can't find it. Hold on. One and three against it. So there you go. So Kirk Cousins doesn't play well coming off the bye. Or Minnesota maybe does, doesn't play well. So since 2018, one and three straight up and against the spread. Yeah, but is Arizona good? Oh, well, they weren't off a bye. I mean, yeah, but is Arizona good? <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, know. Uh, we'll keep pushing to the next game. We have the Las Vegas Raiders heading into New Orleans. Uh, they are two point favorites. The over under is fifty. Saints money line is plus one ten. Raiders money line is minus one thirty. So I don't think I got this one wrong. So Saints with a rest advantage are six and one straight up, but three and four against the spread. The Las Vegas Raiders with a rest disadvantage are five and six straight up and six and five against the spread. So what that tells me is that if new Orleans is favored, bet them to win, but not to cover. And if the Raiders are dogs, bet them to cover, but not to win a scenario that does not apply to anything here. Correct. Eric. Correct. (laughs) So there you go. Uh, Jermaine, over to you. Are you staying away from this, Nick? Yeah, I'm not taking anything. I kind of want to take the Saints. Give me the uh, give me the Saints money line. New Orleans money line at plus one ten. It's not even worth it. Ah. All right. Might as well take the two points. We're moving into the Carolina Panthers heading into Atlanta. Panthers are four and a half point dogs. Over unders 42. Carolina Panthers money line is plus 185. Falcons money line is minus 215. This so, is a super important game. 
divisional matchup. The Atlanta Falcons are currently leading the division. The Carolina Panthers are one game out. In the last five years that Carolina has traveled into Atlanta, it has they have won the last two and lost the three previous to that. So Carolina is currently on a two-game winning streak when they go into Atlanta. There has been no previous game this year. I'm sorry. Say that for me one more time. I definitely sound Carolina good. traveling into Atlanta in the last five years is two and three. Mm. But they have won the last two. Mm. It's probably an easier way to put it. I don't want any part of this game. You're not taking you're not taking the post CMC vibes with the nope. plus one eighty five money line. Nope. Come on, nut up. Nope. Nut up. Nope. Last Brian? week was a fluke, and the Panthers are vastly overrated this week. If I were, if I wanted to take anything, I'd take Falcons minus four and a half. I'm not going to take anything though. Brian Burns showed why he's why he's two first round picks good in this last game. I want nothing to do with this game. I have no clue. The over the under forty two looks fascinating. Under 42, game. under 42, game. I would love it if it were under the, 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 my break point for division games is if it's over 44, I'm taking the under. And if it's under 44, I'm taking the over. You're taking the over then, huh? No, I'm not taking it. Oh man, <laughs> this, this board is terrible. Let's keep it pushing, Eric. All right. So the next game we have the Tennessee tight, another divisional game. We have the Tennessee Titans. Heading into the Houston Texans, Titans are two-point favorites, over under 40 and a half. Titans money line minus 125, Texans money line plus 105. Give me a reason to bet the Texans, Nick. The Houston Texans. So Tennessee going into Houston to play the Houston Texans is three and two. They are on a three-game winning streak in Houston. They have not played each other this year yet. With that being said, I'm taking Tennessee money line. But since it is since they are the favorite, I'm going to add it to a favorite parlay. Um, I kind of want to ride the over on this one, Eric, just to take a bet. So I'll take over 40 and a half. Tennessee, Houston, over 40 and a half. Yeah. And <laughs> fuck, I'll ride Titans money line as well. Yeah. All my boys with me. All right. All right. So we have those bets in. We're going to move into the next game. Oh, this is uh, the one I want to talk about, dude. Uh, the next game is the New York Giants headed to the Seattle Seahawks. It is a 125 kickoff. Uh, the Giants are plus three dogs. The over-under is 45 and a half. And Giants money line plus 130. Seahawks money line minus 150. My goodness. Give me, you Gi- guys- Give me Giants money line. Pick this game. You're taking Giants money line? Giants money line. Is that because they're the dog? Yes. Okay. I was this should, this should be a pick them. I was going to do the same thing. Give me give me the Giants money line. And fuck it. If I got Giants money line, I got Giants plus three. Give me them both. Fuck it. That's might what as I'm well, thinking. Might as well win twice. There's no way... Anyone could realistically sit and look at this game and be like, the Seahawks are actually a minus three favorite, bro. Yeah, no, there's there there can't be. 
I don't know. I don't know. This feels like a true coin flip game. I'll, I'll take the dog, even though they're traveling east coast to west coast. But, um, but man. not in prime time. It's one. I do not in prime time. One twenty-five. Isn't that a prime time game? No. Just an afternoon game. Just afternoon. Because the one twenty-five starts on its own time. It's the last game to finish. No, there's three I games at one twenty-five. Yeah. All right, so moving to the next game, we have the San Francisco 49ers making the drive south to LA um, to play the Rams. They are what the Niners are one and a half point favorites. The over under is 43 and a half. Niners money line minus 125. Rams money line plus 105. As Eric mentioned earlier, Los Angeles Rams are coming off a bye. Sean McVay's coming off a bye, four and two straight up and against the spread. This also is a division game. If you remember earlier in the year in San Francisco, the 49ers won 24 to 9. San Francisco traveling into LA the last five years is three and two. But the Los Angeles Rams broke their streak last year. So the Rams currently hold this division series in LA. Sean McVay can't beat Kyle Shannon. I'll take this, I'll take the 49ers. We are, we're going to have our first disagreement of the week. I want Rams, but I'm I'm going to take Rams money line now since it's plus one and a half. This game opened, by the way, at um, this game opened at, when I can open my phone. This game opened Rams two and a half point favorites. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. <laughs> Sean McVay cannot beat Kyle Shanahan. Okay. Cannot. He beat him. He beat him last year. Beat him once huh. in the play in the playoffs. He beat him once last year in the regular season in LA. His the record before the playoff victory was, or maybe that was maybe it was a re- regular season game. It's got to be regular. But it season. was it was six and zero oh in, in January when they played against each other. I'm taking Kyle Shanahan. I plus. The Rams aren't a very exciting team. All right. Moving to the next game, we have the Washington Commanders heading to the Indianapolis Colts. Commanders are plus three dogs, over under 40. Commanders money line plus 125. Colts money line minus 145. The matchup we've all been waiting for, just like we predicted at the start of the season, quarterback Tyler Heineke is taking on quarterback Sam Ellinger. Team scoring less than 10 points the previous week and then coming the next week as favorites are six, four, and one. That's hitting at 60% of bets. Is that straight up or against the spread? That's straight up. All right. Sorry. That's against the spread. It's against the spread. Against the spread. Correct. 60%. Any action for you boys? I want to ride Taylor Heineke. I really, I really do, but I'm, I'm going to ride with my boy. Give me Colts minus three. I'll regret this later. Uh, hook him. Let's go, Sam. I'm counting on you. Nicholas. Nothing for me, brother. All right. Uh, so we're moving a, in. That was a dumb bet, by the way. <laughs> it was just made. <laughs> we're moving into the Sunday night game. Uh, we have Green Bay traveling up to Buffalo. Green Bay is 11-point dogs. The over-under is 47 and a half. 
Green Bay money line plus 420, Buffalo money line minus 540. This is that we mentioned it earlier. This is the first game that Aaron Rodgers is a dog by double digits. Buffalo coming off the bye week under Sean McDermott's tenure the last five years, five and oh straight up. One, two, one, and two against the spread. Two wins, one loss, two pushes. I like the five and oh, but I'm not going to put the Bills money line as a Knicks nugget because it's a minus 540. I'm going to put I'm betting the Bills money line, but as 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 part of this favorites parlay that I keep teasing. So you don't want it in your picks? I I mean I'll want it in my picks when I pick he's these said, four he's favorites. He's saying put the four bets in his pick in his pick right. at the end of this. All right. So you're not taking Bills minus eleven? No. I don't like big spreads. You you opened the week talking, beat your chest about Bills minus eleven. I don't want to take it. Now though. the bright lights are on. You're shriveling. Don't want to take it. You don't got the stones. No stones, dog. Fuck it, Eric. Let's ride. I just want to root for the <laughs> Packers to lose by more than eleven, bro. So I will preface this: if if the line moves lower than eleven before before the the game time starts, I want the lower line. And there's waiting, every there's every indication the last possible second to get that. There's every indication that it might this game open Buffalo minus eight and a half. There you go. See Buffalo minus eight and a half. That's that is I, I would be willing to bet that number. Oh man, <laughs> Buffalo plus eight and a half, bro. I just if I can get that to move past ten, I'm all over that bet. I don't think it'll happen though. Yeah, if it goes below ten, you need to be betting this. I'm rooting for it just purely because I want to see the chaos that would happen if Aaron Rodgers, the golden boy, loses by more than 11 on prime time. It's pandemonium, right? It's absolute mayhem. Where is Aaron Rodgers traded to at the deadline? <laughs> Carolina. Denver. Green Bay. Oh, Ooh, Denver. Whoa. Eric. Bro, how would that work? The, oh. pa- the Broncos have no picks to give them. Trade Russell Wilson. Oh, there's no way Green Bay's taking How that, is that, that a capital. fair trade, Eric? They may have a better system than Denver does. You never know. <laughs> yes, but nobody's going to take on more money to get rid I know. of I'm the, just, be- the better player. I'm just being a douchebag, bro. All right. Uh, we're going to move into the Monday night game. We have the Cincinnati Bengals heading into Cleveland. Bengals minus three and a half over under 47. Bengals money line minus 190. Browns money line plus 160. So if you're a Browns fan, listen up to this stat. Last five years that Cincinnati has traveled into Cleveland, they are one and four with four straight losses. Cool. I'll take Bengals minus three and a half. <laughs> I'll take I'll take Browns money line and Browns plus three and a half. This is this has all the makings of they're not going to shut up about Joe Burrow. Monday Night Football. He goes out and has one of those those big time Monday Night Football performances, and then Cincinnati launches itself back into the contender sphere, and they'll be the favorite to win this division. Okay. All right. So we've gone through um, all our picks for the week. So now we got to jump into head to head. 
So, based off records, per usual, Jermaine, you're first. Per usual, baby. I have no clue what I want. <laughs> this is such an awful board that I'm, like, scared of all of it, bro. Oh, man. Waiting patiently. And if you snag mine, I'm going to be fucking pissed. <laughs> Oh, now the, now the goal is to snag, <laughs> yours. To snag me and mine. Yeah, let me get the uh, a Giants. You motherfucker! You motherfucker! You fucking asshole! Let's go! Your boy with the hit of the century, bro. Sniped it in a crowd. All this, all this board, you have to pick the fucking... Bro, who knew Chris Kyle would make an appearance? Oh, I sniped your pick. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's go. That oh. was... <laughs> all right, give me the one we just talked about. Um, fuck. <laughs> Actually, I'm just thinking about it now. I'm so hyped right now. I have no, I have no fuck, I have no fucking bets. I like. You can defer. You can let Eric pick. No, I'm gonna take Eric. Give me uh, Browns plus three and a half. Having that money line confidence you had earlier. (laughs) I mean, it's still there. I just want to take three and a half. I'm getting three and a half. I'm gonna bet it personally. Oh, oh man, Giants money line. How fire. You could take Giants plus three, Nick. I don't want it, you son of a bitch. You made me back, bitch. <laughs> All right, Eric, give us your pick. All right, so sticking with my dog trend, even though it's failed me. <laughs> yeah, like you could switch strategies. No, nah, no, nah, I'm riding this out, baby. I'm riding this out. So um, my Patriots trend last, last year. I'm going to take... Man, this is tough. All right. I think I got it. You guys ready? Yes. I'm going to take. Just... No, hold on. <laughs> I'm going to take the Washington Commanders money line. Wow. Real original. Whatever, dude. <laughs> Suck my nuggets. This is what an odd response. <laughs> All right, so New York Giants money You're line. You're betting against the the UT kid. Damn. I knew you were a UNC fan. You fake. Shut man. up. Plus oh, one thirty. Cleveland plus three and a half. Nick, you got to stop picking Monday night games, fool. All right. Um. So that is going to be plus eight eighty seven odds for the three or three parlay. All right, give us the parlay. Parlay is going to be New York Giants money line at plus one thirty. Cleveland plus three and a half at minus one ten. And Washington money line at plus one twenty five. All dogs parlay. All dogs. You know what? Wait, wait. What did you? You both took money lines, right? Yeah. I'm changing my pick to Cleveland money line. Oh, the stones on get a load <laughs> so of the stones on this. So game. that so that we can have an all dogs room three hundred three parlay. All right, let me change it up real quick. So Cleveland's out. Scrolly, scrolly, scrolly. Cleveland money line at plus 160. So you actually have the worst odds. But that puts us at plus 1245. 
That's so yeah. Funny. That's our biggest. That's our biggest parlay odds yet. Last week we hit eleven ninety three. This week we hit twelve forty five. Well, we haven't hit. We, we right. Hit <laughs> right. We have not hit it yet. Just. I mean, I can no, make a parlay. No, no, no. I can make a parlay that's. So you know, I, unfortunately, 30, I didn't 000. keep. I didn't keep track of it, but we hit week four. You took the Raiders minus two. He took the 49ers minus two and a half, and I took Atlanta money line. So we would have hit that parlay if we would have put it in that week. Well, well, we didn't. You know, I hit on almost all the bets I don't put in. Did we just lose somebody? Yo, he dropped, dropped. He ain't even oh. in, the, in the side channel. Oh, there he is. Oops. My bad, Eric. <laughs> I'm going to add him. I'm going to add him. <laughs> all right. Now this just got all bunched up. There we go. Ah! Don't re- don't remind me trying to uh or don't mind me trying to click on my uh tab and refreshing the page. Uh I'm lit <laughs> I'm computer literate. Uh I, I I threatened you guys that I would that I would give you a uh favorites parlay, Eric. So if you wouldn't mind giving the fans at home a Nick's favorite parlay and the odds. Oh yeah, let me pull it up. So Clay Thompson just got ejected. Good for Did him. he really? What, what a, a good guy. All right, so you took Tampa money line? Right? No, 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 no. F- favorites parlay. Give, give me Buffalo. Oh, okay. Patriots. New England. Tennessee and Dallas. That Dallas money line is good in a parlay. I don't know about that. That spread is. So you have one, two, three, four picks, and your odds are plus three seventy four. Take it. I'll probably put 10 bucks on that. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. I'll probably put a unit on that. <laughs> Don't never let them know your side. What's the 303 parlay again, Eric? Give it to me. 303 parlay is going to be New York Giants money line, Cleveland money line, Washington money line. I love, I love that. I love the Giants. I love Cleveland and I love rooting for Taylor Heineke. Yeah, yeah, the last one. I'm rooting for Sam Ellinger, though. That's not good. Maybe I'll just, in in honor of this parlay, I'll remove my Colts pick so that way I can root for <laughs> the Washington football team, bro. I'm a, I'm rooting. I want the parlay to hit, Eric. I don't want that. Get that get that Colts nonsense out of here. I wasn't even confident. I just picked it. My so you want me to take it off? Any yeah, minus three here. gone? All right. Yeah. I'm going Way to stand with, I'm, riding ground, the par- I'm riding the parlay, bro. What are you talking about? You, <laughs> you Jack and Ape, you're the one who picked the commanders and made me you, put me into this you must, corner. You must not be a Floridian, dude. You don't know how to you stand jack your and, ground, bro. You Jack and Ape, bro. All right, uh, nothing else funny. for him, right? No, nothing Follow else for Follow us me. on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast Room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morhan. And as always, we have with us EPE. We'll see you next time when you come on down and see <laughs>